as a creator, I'm like, wow, I have to make this so simplified for him so he can understand it. But then that opens my eyes up because I'm like, oh, I need to do a better job of articulating my message because at the end of the day, when you can do that, that's what gets you the audience. That's what gets people sharing it. That's what gets people following you because they know everything else, whatever it is that you solve is so complex already that you almost feel safe because it's so simple. Hey, babe, welcome to the Sales and Social Podcast. I'm so freaking excited that you are here with me today. Are you ready to simplify your sales and learn to sell in a way that feels good, but also brings you in more consistent cash? If you find yourself feeling like you're doing all the things on social media, but it's not converting, you feel like you have inconsistent cash months, but you desire more reoccurring revenue, and you just want to sell in a way that feels good without feeling salesy and also have a lot of fun on your journey to entrepreneurship, you are in the right place. Hey, I'm Jillian. I'm your sales queen and your soon-to-be podcast BFF. 22 years in the corporate sales space, losing my job during the pandemic, having no freaking idea what I was going to do, but knowing that I had a God-given talent for sales, I quickly shifted to the online space, where I have not only been able to grow my own personal business from zero to 500K in just 18 months with nothing more than a Zoom link, a paper planner, and a whiteboard, I've helped hundreds and hundreds of others scale their businesses, and explode their sales. So grab your beverage of choice, a pen and a paper if you're anything like me, and let's dive into today's juicy episode. What's up, babes? Welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited today because we actually have a different treat on the show today. Normally, we talk all things business and marketing, but we actually have video editing, all the things on the show today. So Enrico, welcome to the show. Tell my audience a little bit about you and what you do. Thank you, Jillian. Uh, Number one, I appreciate you having me on and I appreciate anyone listening. I appreciate your attention. So I don't want that to go unnoticed. So a little bit about me. I am a 96% Italian who loves espresso, cannolis, uh, and corgis. I also have an unhealthy obsession for planes and video content in general and social media. Oh my God. Well, I think we're already best friends because I'm also Italian. I love cannolis and I love coffee. So like, I think this is going to be a great conversation. So let's talk about the importance of video when it comes to online, because let's be honest, most people are doing it pretty shitty. I agree. (laughs) So when it comes to video, I think the number one thing that needs to be said within video content is The reason video works so well and the reason video converts so well is because people can see you and hear you. There's no room to hide. Sure, you can edit. Sure, you can chop things up a certain way. Sure, you can make it look however you want. But at the end of the day, if I can see you and I can hear you, I automatically trust you more. And so I think a lot of people like to hide behind photos on Instagram, on Facebook, whatever, because it's safe because that's what got them there. But what got you there isn't what's going to get you to where you want to be. And that next level that you need to get to is video. That next level is being on camera. That next level is getting out of your own way. And most people would rather hide behind, again, a photo, an image, because it's easy and it's safe, as opposed to putting themselves out there. Oh my God, that is so good. And, you know, obviously I talk all things sales and marketing, right? And, you know, it's the like, no one trust factor. And it's like, When you are on video, even when you are on a podcast, you are literally shrinking the like, no one trust factor down so much quicker. And I don't think that people actually understand that. I mean, I'm fortunate enough to to know you from a mastermind. Like I know someone else that, you know, obviously in the mastermind, but before I even knew that I literally came to your page one day and watched one video. And I probably literally stayed on your page for an hour and a half because I was like drawn in. I was like, I love what this guy is saying. 
I'm a magnet to his content. And I think that's the part that people don't get is once you get someone in video, they stay on your page. Let's talk about the power of that. Yeah. And that's super, super powerful. Number one, I appreciate the kind remarks within that. That's deliberate in a sense of when you come to my page, I want to make sure that I am checking boxes in your head. And I'm not only doing that, but I'm also solving problems. Meaning if I'm getting you in the door, as you mentioned, through one video, I want you to stay there and be like, oh, wow, he understands my problem here that I didn't know I had. Yep. Like this makes sense. Yes. Yes. Like he solved my problems. Like this is super helpful. And that's why they get to follow. And mind you, I say that get like people don't have to follow you. I think a lot of people have too much entitlement in the entrepreneur business owner, like online coach space of like, well, I should have more followers. I'm like, no, you shouldn't. Your content sucks. Yes. Like you should, you should not have more followers. If you want more followers, you need to a understand why someone should follow you, but also what problems are they having and why are you the solution? Right? Because guess what? There's a lot of other people out there who look exactly like you. So why should someone follow you? And I think a lot of people don't look at their content objectively. If I looked at your content, guaranteed, I'd be like, it sucks. And I know that's a harsh truth. And I know you actually made a post yesterday on Instagram about like selling and it might, it might hurt a little bit. And that might hurt a little bit because the ego is like, well, my content is good. I posted it. This is good content. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, if you're the exact same person, that's like, well, the algorithm just hates me. The algorithm doesn't, doesn't like my content. Listen. The algorithm is smart. Yeah. You need to make better content for the audience. If you can switch algorithm to audience, everything unlocks for you. Mm-hmm. Stop judging it based off of the algorithm and look at the audience of, oh, the algorithm didn't like my content. No, no, the audience didn't like your content. And if you can make content for the audience and the audience that you want, they will come to your page, they will stay. And I think that's a key thing. Mm-hmm. It's important to get new eyeballs and new audience, mm-hmm. but are you giving them enough of a reason to stay? Are you continuing to evolve? Are you continuing to understand they struggle with this? Okay, I got them in the door through this. What other questions might they be having or what other problems might be a branch from that that like I can make content on and that I can speak to them on? Because that's what's important is, yes, it's important to get people in, but it's also, if not equally more important to get them to stay. Oh my gosh. So many like mic drop moments. You guys, we can literally end the podcast right now. And you guys, this was like gold. But one of the things that he said was like, it's not the algorithm, just like it's not a lot of times like your guys' sales pages, right? It's that it's not outstanding. My mentor, Chris Harder, says this all the time. If you want to be outstanding, you have to stand out. You have to go over and above what everybody else is doing. The reason why I came across this amazing human online and I stayed on his page and I continue to binge his content and I continuously Mm -hmm. save every single thing that he puts out. And then I slide into his DMs and I ask him to be on my podcast is because he's standing out online. He's doing something different. So this is an invitation for all of you to be like, are you standing out? Are you doing something different or are you putting up the same shitty piece of content that everybody else is doing? And I love that you actually talked about that. Thank you. And and that's a key thing too, is like, I love that quote of like, if you want to do something outstanding, you have to stand out. And I think, and what I said before, too many people look alike. Mind you, I work with a lot of like coaches and entrepreneurs and I'm like, all of you just it almost seems like all of you are just trying to make content to appease the other coaches and entrepreneurs in your space. But I'm like, they're not the ones paying you. No. Like, why do you care what they think? Oh, it's because 
you want to sound smart in front of them. Oh, it's because you want them to validate you because you want them to share your content. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, the people that need your help are the people that need your content so simplified that Mm -hmm. a six-year-old can understand it. Not the high-level entrepreneur and you're speaking all these terms that they have nothing, that they don't know anything about, right? That's what I always like to say too within your content is it needs to be so simple Mm -hmm. that your grandmother should be able to understand it. If you can't explain, you know what? Jillian, this is a good exercise for anyone listening. I love it. I'm assuming a lot of like women that are listening, like you have children or you have an elder or a grandmother, whatever. If you can't explain to them the problems that you solve, your content is too complex. Meaning if you can't explain to your children what you do, you need to dumb it down more. And I know a lot of people might be like, well, I think I do a good enough job. No, no, you're not talking to me. Like, don't talk to me. Talk to your ideal audience, but oh, by the way, do it in a way that you can explain to your six-year-old about what you do. And that gets you thinking completely different because at the end of the day, and mind you, I still have to do this with my father because he just thinks like, oh, I just do social media stuff and he just helps people grow on social media. But I have to make it so simple because for me, I know all these terms, but he doesn't care about that and he doesn't need to know that. But I have to break it down and it challenges me as a creator. I'm like, wow, I have to make this so simplified for him so he can understand it. But then that opens my eyes up because I'm like, oh, I need to do a better job of articulating my message because at the end of the day, when you can do that, that's what gets you the audience. That's what gets people sharing it. That's what gets people following you because they know everything else, whatever it is that you solve is so complex already yeah. that you almost feel safe because it's so simple. It's literally gold. You guys hear me talk about this all the time, right? Like I'm a sales coach. I never talk about ROIs. I never talk about a sales plan. I never talk about any of that stuff because that is not what you guys understand. That is not what you guys comprehend. What do I say literally every day in my content? Do you guys want to make more money online? Do you guys want to sell out your offers, right? Like it's so simple. Sure. I could talk about my 22 years of sales experience. I could go online and sound like super uber smart, which I am, but I literally dumb it down to the most basic stuff. And that is why my community is so freaking engaged in every single thing that I put out. And I don't have a massive following you guys, but you guys save and share so much because it is so simple. You know, I know that you work with our good friend, Melissa and and Jessica. And one of the things I love about their content is like, they'll go to the grocery store. And so many health coaches are like, oh, this is like your glycemic index. And this is helps you with diabetes and all these things. And they're basically like, this is why you don't get reduced fat cheeses. It's like, just break it down and make it so simple for people. That's why they keep coming back. I love that you talked about that. Yeah. And also with that too, that's deliberate. Like go yeah. put yourself in the position of the consumer. Mm-hmm. And mind you, we're not only in just a grocery store, we're like in Walmart because we understand, <laughs> hey, maybe our ideal like client, they can't go to Whole Foods, which I also yeah. call Whole Paycheck because it's yes. expensive, but yeah. like maybe Walmart is a better option for them. So ideally, let's put ourselves in that position of the consumer because what does that do? It makes you relatable. It makes those clients come to you that where it's like, oh my gosh, you understand. And I'm you like, spoke oh my God, on some- they did Chick-fil-A too, so do I. Right. Yeah. And you spoke on something that I don't want to gloss over where it's like, you said, Hey, do you want to make more money online? Do you want to sell out your X, Y, Z? You're always speaking to results. Mm -hmm. You're always understanding what the outcome is. That's why whenever I look at content and I'm like, do you want to get more followers? Do you want to grow your audience? Do you want to X, Y, Z? However, I package that is up to me. At the end of the day, I understand you want to use social to grow your business. You want more leads. You want more audience because you want to do these big things. Cool. 
I know what your goal is, no matter what. That was the unlock for me is however I can speak to results all the time, that's the game. Now, however I want to present that, that's a creative variable that's up to me, whether that's through a skit, whether that's through a podcast like this, whether that's through a talking head video, a YouTube video, however I want to do that. Mm -hmm. But as long as I understand your core desires, like you can't lose. Yeah. Yeah. I I love that you say that. And one of the things that I actually love about your content too is you're creative, yes, but you're not overcomplicating it. And I think a lot of people think that like video needs to be like super complicated. Like you have to do all these skits and you got to like change your clothes and do all these things. Like you give such valuable content. It's so potent and you're not like doing all this crazy stuff. So for the person that's listening to this and they're like, okay, I want to get into video, but I'm not actually creative or I don't actually know how, how can someone do it simplistically? I'm going to break this down so simple for you also, because I think a lot of people look at, well, I need to have a nice camera. I need to have the fancy gear. You have a phone. Yeah. Like you have a phone. You don't need another excuse. You need more solutions. Mm -hmm. And I think too many people look at, well, I don't have this. I don't have that. Yeah, but you have this. Mm -hmm. That's enough to get started, right? You understand, okay, if it's a vertical video, I need to film it just like this on myself, right? Let's use the back camera, not the front camera, because there's a lot higher quality, by the way. But you need to stop looking for all the excuses as to why you can't make something and start creating solutions as to why you can. And let me be clear, if you are not articulate, if you're afraid to be on camera, if you're afraid to just speak to people, cool, Mm -hmm. great. Is that enough of a reason to not take action on making a video? No. And oh, by the way, if you're like, well, it needs to be under 20 seconds, it needs to be under 30 seconds, under 60 seconds. I don't care if it's three minutes, Mm -hmm. make a video. Mm -hmm. Like- I like to follow this. This is a, a three W's format. So if you're listening, write this down, get this tattooed, whatever you want to do. It's <laughs> I'm called getting the, tattooed today. I'm going, great. To the, I'm going to the shop. I love that. It's called who, what, why, who is this for? What problem are you solving? And why should someone care? That simple. If you cannot objectively understand or have a clear answer to those three questions, do not make a piece of content because we're just shooting blanks and we're just shooting in the dark. Mm -hmm. If you can objectively look at your content be like, okay, I know who this is for. This is for the person that wants to lose 30 pounds. The problem that I'm solving, they don't know what snacks to get at the grocery store. And why should they care? Well, because they want to get healthy for their kids and because they don't have a massive budget to spend on food. Great. Like amazing. Right? So you're just giving a who, what, why right there. And you understand however I want to package that. And let me be clear. If you don't fully have that together, that's okay. Yeah. But I'll say this, your biggest client is yourself because most people, when they're making content, they are talking to a younger version of themselves that they wish they had. I wish I had Enrico at 27 right now when I was 17. Yeah. Like I'm always speaking to the 10 year younger version of me that didn't have me then because I know I wish, because I could supercharge everything else. But mm-hmm. the reason people get into the field they're in or whatever, it's because they struggled then, however many years ago, and everything they've learned now is just a byproduct of experience. So talk to your younger self, mm-hmm. make a video as if you're just speaking to one person, your six-year-old, however that is, but that one person that needs your help the most. I love it. So good. So as 2023 is here now, we're moving into Q2. By the time this podcast episode comes out, what are some trends that you see that people need to get on board with? Great question. This is a heavy one. I'm going to make a heavy prediction and I'll say it here. And I've also said this 2018, 2019 social media is like rearing its head. And a lot of people are like, well, what does that mean? Well, 
what happened before the year 2020? Like we were all out, we were all able to do stuff. We weren't confined to our homes. People were vlogging. People were out and about more. People were doing more in real lifestyle content. And that's coming back again. Why? Because all of 2020, 21, 22, and part of 2023, people were just making videos in their home and you got bought into the person in their home. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, well, what else do you do? Like what other places do you have it? What other grocery stores do you like to go to? What, what gym do you like all these different things? Why? It's because people want to latch on to people that are interesting. They want to see you outside of the home. Yes. You can solve problems for them and make content for them. But like, what do you do outside of that? Like, how are you as a person? That's why I talk about all these other things of like being a shark, planes, cannolis, espresso, because I want to be more rounded. I want you to, like, I have other interests outside of that. Yeah. I think that's a massive trend that's going to make a massive comeback is in real lifestyle content. And what I mean by that is the content that you spoke on, Melissa, my girlfriend, where they go to the grocery store and they're putting themselves in this situation of the consumer, right? Or Alex Ramosi going to 7-Eleven, showing you how he can get hundred grams of protein in. It's a ridiculous video when you think of it. Cause it's like, well, he's, he's good at sales and tactic business and everything, but that video totally dominated for him. Why? Yeah. It's because it's relatable because you're like, oh, Alex- something as simple as like his, his top five books that he read this week or whatever it is, like something that is so random. Right. And that's deliberate. It's it's not random. It's relatable. Mm-hmm. And that's how I like to say it. A lot of people are like, well, that just seems really random. No, no, it's relatable. Mm-hmm. I love that you said that. And I will actually be very honest on this podcast. You guys know I, I share a lot. That is actually the hardest piece of content for me to create. Like I'm really good at giving sales tips. I'm really good at giving business tips. I'm really good at giving marketing tips, but it's a lot of that like behind the scenes content that is actually really hard for me. So I'm going to literally claim it on this podcast. I'm going to start doing more of that because I should be sharing my books behind the scenes, all of that stuff, because that is actually for me, the hardest piece of content to create. And you know what? I'll challenge you on this. Not only just like you sitting and talking like this, but like, I don't know, out and about, like in the car, like, can you have someone film you like while you're driving and just like, just, you know, quote unquote, like shoot the shit. Like, Hey, like what are your top five books? Like my top five books, yada, yada, and just, and just go off on it. But it's like, and I know this sounds so weird, but it's almost like when people see you, it's like, oh, you you drive a car too? Like I do too. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's these micro things that people latch onto. And it's so weird. Like, I kid you not. When I worked for Jordan Syatt, who was Gary Vee's coach, and like we like connected together, the first time I met him was like a, a mind-blowing thing. But like when I saw him behaving the way he did, I'm like, oh, you actually do that. Like, oh, you actually respond to comments on Instagram. Like, it's not just like your team doing that. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like you're actually doing that. For mm-hmm. me, that gave me the insight of like, I should be doing this. Meaning if yeah. he's doing that at this level, like mm-hmm. I 100% have to do it at my level, you know? Yeah. So it's just those little things of like showing you as a person of what you actually do. And it's the small, small things that you don't think will actually latch on to people that people will connect with you and you'll build a deeper relationship. I love that. So I have to ask, do you just follow Jessica around with the camera like all day long? Uh, no. I, I, was I, like, I was like, is that how, like, is that how the content is so good? Like, do you just like follow her around with the camera? So, I mean, I give Melissa- I need, like, I need a you in my life. Can I like, yeah, how do I get one of you just follows me around with camera? Yeah. I mean, that, that's a great question. Um, <laughs> so it's funny. I've, I've had a lot of experience, like just vlogging and, and understanding all that, but like the micro interactions, like the micro experiences, like when I was filming with Jordan and stuff like that, we would capture. It's just, there, there's so many things you just, it, it's like an unwritten thing in like the video space of like, those are the gems that yeah. will never be like scripted. We can't make a YouTube video on. Like, it's just those little interactions, like on a podcast or on a call with someone. And one thing I'll say is 
Like if you're someone that's struggling with content, going back to that, and yeah. let's say you have sales calls, let's say you have client calls, record it. Yeah. Like literally I, this podcast right now, like the camera that you see here, that's the yeah. A camera that I have for this podcast. I have another one that's linked to a mic here. That's going to be mm-hmm. for clips, but it's like, just record these interactions. Yeah. Like you don't have to go out and make dedicated content. I would love for you to, but <laughs> just, just literally record what you're doing already. Like yeah. Jillian, I know you put on your story today. I think you have like four or five podcasts. Yeah. Like if I don't see 20 to 30 clips from you in the next month, I'm going to be like, something went wrong because there should be a lot of content for you, you know? Yeah, that's really interesting. That's a great thing because I don't actually record a lot of my calls. I don't record a lot of it and now I'm going to get better. So thank you for that that challenge. You're welcome. So people that are listening to this podcast right now, they're obviously going to be obsessed with you. This is like straight fire. How can they get into your world? What do you have? Like, tell my audience all the things. Yeah. So I'll be completely transparent with you. I have literally nothing to sell you at all. I don't, that's not, that, <laughs> I love that, it. that's not my jam. And mind you, I feel like we, we have a good conversation on sales. I have a free Facebook group. It's called video content made simple. It's for entrepreneurs, business owners, online coaches who just want to get better at video and social media and feel it's so complex. It's literally called video content made simple because I want video and social media to be simple for you and completely free connect me on Instagram, YouTube. So that's kind of where I'm at on all platforms. I love it. You guys slide into his DMs, say hello, binge his content. It is straight fire. Share this podcast episode out if you guys love it. And Enrico, thank you so much for being here today. This was such a fire episode. Thank you, Jillian. Thank you so much for tuning into the Sales and Social Podcast. If today's episode has you fired up and you loved it, could you do me a huge favor and leave a review over on Apple Podcasts or take a screenshot and share it on social media. And don't forget to tag your business bestie. And while you're there, connect with me on the gram at the Jillian Murphy. I'm on a mission to change the mindset of sales. I want people to love sales because the reality is sales is the foundation of everything you do. It's how your business generates revenue consistently. So show up and be unapologetic about selling because once you fall in love with selling, babe, sky's the limit. So I'll catch you on the next episode. But until then, feel free to slide into my DMs because I cannot wait to get to know you better.